Welcome to Berated, Berated Conversations. Join us as we talk to the creative people behind the independent movies and get the behind-the-scenes stories. Thank you for listening to Berated, Berated Conversations. On this episode, we talked to Eric Mensis. He played Gary Hinge in Horror in the High Desert and Horror in the High Desert 2 Minerva. We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> yeah, wow. so... Uh, I mean, we really enjoyed these movies. Or the we watched the original. We haven't watched the second one yet, but um, like your performance, like it really is kind of the like the core of the movie. It is, mm-hmm. and I will say I was very much just being myself. Oh wow! Um, like one of my favorite scenes filming is when we I come across that big herd of sheep. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> in the mountains with the goats, and mm-hmm. I'm like running after them. That was actually we were just having fun, and that was just kind of like B-roll footage, and that was all improv at that moment. So, um, so <laughs> everything I said was just improv at that moment. Um, That's awesome. Reality, I'm not as much of a loner in real life as Gary is, um, but at that moment, I was like, oh, they won't be my friend. <laughs> so um with that then so this might be a funny question yeah. when you're driving like in the highway do you ever like honk at like the cows and the herds and everything that are on the freeway no but i will look Damn at them it. and um, <laughs> all that kind of stuff um we keep while i that lived out. while i lived in ely um nevada the area where all that's filmed around um, I would stop and look at all the animals. It was kind of cool when you would drive around the back roads and find like wild horses and things of that nature out there. Yeah, nope. That was one of our questions. Was mm-hmm. are you really an avid hiker? I am. <laughs> um, I've moved around since um, I've left Nevada about two and a half years ago. I lived up in Maine for a while, and I would go hike in New Hampshire in the White Mountains all the time. And last year, I spent the year in California, and I hiked around Yosemite like six times last year, Um, all in the off-season when no one was around. I've literally been to Yosemite with no one around, and I feel very fortunate. Um, I'm not... uh, expert on anything but i like i play off in the movie i'm not a blogger as much about it all um but i am an avid hiker and explorer and dutch the producer and director of the movie literally is just a personal friend who created the character around my personal adventures and facebook and instagram page <laughs> oh wow yeah, yeah that's my next I, question. Yeah. Uh, How did you hiking... prepare for the role? But obviously the role was made after you, so never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, to the fact, even the liking the trains, I am sitting here, um, the tables on my model railroad, which you kind of see off to the side here. That's um, awesome. The, railroad, awesome. the trains you see in the film, um, that's actually where I worked. Uh, I was managing the railway museum I talked about, and so we just asked the big boss if we could use, like, walk around and film some things, make sure it was okay. It all ended up in the movie. Um, and Dutch has filmed several horror movies within that, that train yard, too, because uh, he's a big fan of the train. And that's how we actually knew each other. Wow. 
Well, that's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. I and mean, you mentioned the hiking, like that was the part that kind of was like the hook for me was because, um, something I, w- I used to do when I hiked was I would tell people where I was going because I don't know what's going to happen when I'm out there. Like, mm-hmm. like, and that's kind of like the, the part you try to like calm yourself on. So you don't scare the hell out of yourself. But like, um, but like that part kind of like was a good hook for me. Yeah. And when I lived in Nevada, I really very much was like, I am going here because a lot of times you're like 20 to 30 miles, even at the closest heights from town. And you know, you're not going to see anyone. Um, If I'm in an area where it's usually more popular, um, I'll just tell friends, Hey, I'll be in Yosemite. I don't know what trail I'll do till I get there, but I'm, I'm like, at least there'll always be people around for the most part. Not, maybe not crowded, crowded, but there'll be people. But in Nevada, um, I would text friends across the country and just be like, hey, you're the person I'm talking to right now. This is where I am if you don't hear from me ever <laughs> again. Um, but yeah, I just, it's a good thing to make sure people know. I found that out. Uh, easily. Um, friends always do it to me and I do it back to them. Nope. I think I saw, uh, I know it's not the same, but I think I saw cliffhanger when I was younger and I was like, Nope, I don't want to want to go hiking or in the mountains or anything like that. <laughs> so that was the end of, of my stuff. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, you said that you did record in Ely where I was like, I was like 99% positive that you recorded like at the end of my street because that cabin yeah. for sure is uh, where they're building the new houses where we're at. <laughs> like, it's the yeah. creepiest cabin ever. And it's just like in the middle of nowhere too. Mm-hmm. So, there's, a, there's a lot of that in Nevada though. Um, especially up by Ely. Um, one of the scenes I think we, I think it's was left in the movie. There's like this old graveyard we filmed in, uh, uh-huh. which is literally a ghost town. Um, from the 1880s, um, just yeah. outside of town. Um, that is actually, Dutch didn't know know of a place to film. And he's like, do you know any creepy cool places? And I'm like, let's go to the cemetery over here. Um, and he's like, I grew up here and didn't know this was here. And I was like, yeah, I just kind of stumbled upon in exploring all the abandoned ghost towns and mining camps in the area. So you just went against every single rule of making a horror movie? <laughs> of you know those people that are like oh let's go visit the cemetery then all of a sudden they're the ones that go up missing and they're the ones that get brutally murdered you're just like this will be a good idea we've only seen movies that stuff happens but that's just a movie yeah right <laughs> and it was kind of cool awesome. there was a thunderstorm going on while we did that we could hear the thunder and all that wow in the background. that's awesome timing yeah yeah um yeah, we live in uh, an area like on the edge of town. I don't know if how much you've been to Vegas or not, but yeah, we live on this area where it's literally on the edge of the mountain. And so we mm-hmm. used to go like hiking, but nowhere in, like how the movie was. But again, like when it starts getting too warm or anything, then all the snakes come out. And you're just like, oh, can't go in the mountains anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do too much hiking down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little bit around like Mojave Preserve and all that when I lived out that way. Um, but I pretty much stayed 
in northern Nevada. Um, Ely was cool because it never got as hot as Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, really? 90, 95 was a hot day because the elevations. What? Yeah, because the elevation 6,500 feet. What the hell? I might have to go to Ely. And so <laughs> when you go hike in the mountains, you're going up more. And so we filmed um, in the midsummer, and none of that was like hot days. It was all like nice, cool weather. Um, almost to the point where if you went too high in the mountains, you would start thinking of uh, even a jacket. Um, just because the winds and the elevation difference. Nice. Crazy. But, uh, okay, so you said you kind of alluded to it earlier but like you you said you, you like dutch is a personal friend like what was the the kind of the the origin of this movie the origin is um dutch came to me and says uh basically i want to put you in a movie um he filmed two other movies around the train yard but i never he used a lot of friends in those movies uh because he likes to keep things local and local people um, cause he grew up in that area and knew a lot of people, but he didn't get a chance to use me. Um, he did film one scene for a movie with me, but he had to cut it because he realized in the editing room, um, it was just a quick 30 second thing, but the camera was shown in the background reflecting uh-huh. off something. So he's like, <clears throat> I'm making the whole movie next time for you. Um, and so, uh, basically we filmed that all during the pandemic. Uh, we're talking height of the world being closed, but we were in the middle of nowhere anyways. So we're like, yeah, we can go out in the mountains. Um, he basically was like, hey, I need to keep working. You are great. And so we were like, let's make this movie. Um, the neat thing about it is no one else involved in the movie filmed with me or anyone. Um, that's why there's some people in the movie I've not met in person. Um, and all that. And it kept it real. You know, I never filmed with anyone. It was just all one-on-one, uh, with each other. And a lot of like the blog shots is me basically filming a blog, um, by myself or with them just around, but it's just me holding the camera, doing it all by myself. Um, say they basically were like, this is what we need from this shot. And let me run with it. Wow. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, it was all made while the world was shut down uh, in 2020 during that pandemic time. And it just was a way to keep busy. You couldn't, you couldn't really go anywhere because nothing else was open outside of our little bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just was a cool way to keep busy during the whole shutdown pass thing. Oh, definitely. So yeah. when you're separate like that and you're filming your stuff and they're filming their stuff and nobody's really interacting, like how how does that feel? Like knowing that you have like all this is going to become a movie and you have no idea what anybody else is doing. I tell you the truth. I didn't know what anyone else was doing <laughs> until I saw the movie for the first time. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. And I've actually only seen the whole movie all the way through once. You know, it was also a good thing about the movie, too, is when, well, I think Beverly, was that your sister's name in the movie? I believe so. Like I said, I've only seen it once, so I forget all the little details. (laughs) She kept acting, too. Like, she was, like, someone was up. You're just like, oh, she's for sure the murderer. 
Yeah. <laughs> then you no. just kept thinking this because everything that she would keep doing, like, oh, I accidentally deleted this. Oh, I accidentally like didn't call this person. You're just like, you dirty mother. You're the one that murdered your brother <laughs> just because he had 50,000 people following him. Greed. That's jealousy. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't even know what they all saw of my clips to do all that. Oh. Like I literally just knew what I felt. It came yeah, together I, very well. Yeah. Um, the first, the one and only time I watched it, we all watched it together. Um, I remember that is like the first night of being in a new apartment when I moved to Maine. And I was, I was watching the movie on an air mattress because I didn't have any of my furniture or anything yet. That's awesome. And we all watched it like via Zoom and a big watch party. Um, but wow. that's the first time I really talked to anyone too. I knew some of the people who would be in it because um, I worked with them or were friends with them. But the first time I talked to a lot of them is during a watch, um, the watch party for the movie itself. That's nuts. How long did it take to shoot and everything? How long did you have to shoot? Uh, it was a matter of a couple of days, um, maybe three days a month or so. And it was all, again, it was all just kind of in the middle of other adventures of like, hey, let's go out to the mountains and drive around and we'll shoot some footage for the movie while we're out there and yeah. things of that nature. Um, it was all shot in 20, um, 2020 and then it was out by spring of 2021. And so it didn't really take that long um, to put all together. Um, I don't know all the behind the scenes stuff, but yeah, it was just a matter of... of Basically a few days. Wow. No, that's yeah. what, like we said, like it just, it, it flowed very easily. You, mm -hmm. Like it was very easy. Like we like, uh, like we do the, we do the podcast or watching horror movies, but we also like, I, I want to say like in our off time, like we do this all the time, but you know, on our personal time, like when we're like home bored or something, like I personally, I like watching documentaries. And so the whole thing of this whole being a documentary, it was just super awesome. And then, like I said, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's my my neighbor down the street's cabin. So then it just got even more messed up. And then the end comes on that creepy dude. What the hell is that guy's man? Who like I don't even know. I don't even know what to ask about that guy. Like, was that just a mask on him? Was it I can't give it. I don't know. I haven't seen the sequel um, and all that, so I, I don't know what details to give, and I don't want to give any spoilers or anything. Oh, the ending of the first one. Yeah. But, all right. Is I know it continues. <laughs> um, oh, that's wow. awesome. But yeah, no, it's, <clears throat> I get a lot of people, a lot of people are creeped out by the ending. Yeah. 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 I did feel like it was um, like normally when you watch found footage, you get like 90 minutes and 30 minutes is relevant and 60 minutes is just like social interactions that don't really matter. But like this one, it's like 20 good concentrated minutes and all of it is irrelevant, which yeah. I really liked. Look at so, this. Nope, um, <laughs> the funny part is, is, that cabin, I'll at least give this way, um, that cabin is not as remote as it seems. God, I was... Oh, really? Yeah. Um, 
Did the you have permission to shoot it? We go right by it, and people people see that cabin all the time, and that's just part of the magic of the movie. Damn. Yeah, we used just a abandoned old mining cabin left in the desert, but yeah, people see it all the time. Yeah, my wife came in, and she started watching the last of it, and so I had to catch her up on it, you know. And yeah. there was that scene where he's pointing the camera at the cabin, and I was like. Is that somebody just standing there? Like, what the hell? And then all of a sudden, the guy's like, work, and he sits down. I'm like, good God, it is somebody just standing there. And then that's when it just started getting even worse, man. (laughs) I do know since people, people even in that area, so they premiered the movie at a local film fest um, in Ely. Ely does a film fest every March um, to help get people to town and promote tourism and all that great stuff. And I actually helped set a lot of that up. Um, the funny thing is, um, the whole little offshoot, the funny thing with all that is the movie premiered at the film festival a week after I left town and moved out completely. And so, I mean, all my friends knew I was moving and saying goodbye, but if you just knew me in casual passing, I literally was like gone from town that week. (laughs) And moved to like Maine, Man. and so um, I haven't been back. But I lit. I get a joke that a movie about me vanishing premiered a week after I moved out of town. <laughs> so it could have been a real story. There's like, I swear I've seen that guy at the grocery store, and yes. now I don't. See? Yeah, I wonder how much of that happened. But I do know um, people were so focused at the end of the movie on that scene that they didn't even recognize where the cabin was. And like I said, most people go buy it every day. Man. So this is kind of the same situation. Um, I was in college when Napoleon Dynamite came out, and I was at uh, in Idaho. And mm-hmm. we were about, I don't know, 35 minutes away from Rupert, or not Rupert, from Rexburg, where Napoleon Dynamite was shot. Yeah. And so as soon as that movie came out, a bunch of people were like, holy shit, we need to go to Rexburg, Rexburg, Idaho, and see Napoleon Dynamite. Where it's like, that's not how it is in Idaho. <laughs> like, back up. And then they started having those stupid like tater tot days, and everybody wanted to start playing freaking tetherball and everything. You're just like, that's not how it is. Like, get out of my face. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. So like the whole thing with like having this big film festival and getting people into it with that film, like that's awesome. And then, like I said, <laughs> that stupid Napoleon Dynamite, funny movie. But all of a sudden, everybody's wanted to start eating tater tots and what wearing moon boots and stuff like that. Man, the whole the movie creates the whole <laughs> the town's now like, oh, we got to become the movie, dude. And yeah. I have uh, what was funny is I had another employee too that moved to what Albuquerque. And, like, he'd send me pictures of, like, him in his backyard, like, a selfie. And, like, right in his backyard was uh, the car wash from Breaking Bad. Oh, and he's nice. Like, it is always so loud, man. He's like, there's so many people that come here. I just want to take pictures and do that. Like, I would just imagine that if the people knew that that cabin was right there, like, I'd freaking go there and take pictures of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's nuts, man. That's yeah, it made it seem like it was like in the middle of the desert, like it is at the end of my street. Yeah, <laughs> like, movie dumb. magic. Nuts. It's amazing what movies um, 
can do. I actually, so I work in railroad preservation at museums like you see in the movie. Um, and seen, being around all this stuff, uh, I've seen movies shot because if they need an old train, they come to places like us. And it's amazing what they take. Um, I've seen them take a train just standing still um, because it's a very low budget film. But when you see the movie, you think it's pulling into a station with smoke effects and Damn. all that kind of cool stuff. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do. No, you'll have to come to... Isn't there that place in downtown Henderson where it's like supposed to be an old down old uh, town in Vegas where there's mm-hmm. old trains in them? And it's like an old museum, and it has like these houses oh, yeah, that yeah, were built. Yeah. yeah, we've been there a couple times. Yeah, you're actually think, inside them. Yeah, I stopped there once. I think <clears throat> I uh, ended up like getting my car fixed up the road or something. I forget why I was down <laughs> there, but I was like well, going for a walk, and it wasn't too hot out. And I was like, "Oh, there's a museum. Let's go check this out." Yeah, that we went, yeah. and then. Like, you know, our parents come in town. They're like, let's go to a museum. We're just like, all right, I guess. Like, I don't really have any, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, when my kid grows up, I don't think I'm ever going to be like, hey, let's go to a museum. But, like, my parents and my in-laws mm-hmm. are like, hey, let's go to this museum. And we're like, all right. That's all right. That's what we're going to do. The neat thing <laughs> is now, you know, I have a very public-facing job doing all this. And I've actually been recognized twice That's on awesome. the street. Um, wow. Once someone came up to me and in person, wanted pictures and everything, and they just watched the movie like last week. And they were like, you're not that person from the movie, aren't you? And <laughs> you should then, start messing with them. Um, well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, but yeah, I, I was took pictures with them the second time. Um, someone goes, just casually goes, hey, I'm glad you made it out of the high desert. <laughs> and yes. I think some of that is because people look me up on Instagram or so to see if I'm real. And then they just mm. kind of, I kind of do some cool stuff at the places I work. So if they're in the area, people actually will just come visit um, because they're like, I discovered your Instagram and that was a cool place. So I'm going to go see you. Um, it's kind of weird that way, but it does, it has happened twice now officially from this movie. Um, but I don't actually talk about the movie a lot in my own personal life and all that. Um, this is the first time I've actually talked about it with anyone. Um, and a lot of that is because I'm supposed to be missing. Yeah. What's fun is the movie. If you know, I'm there, um, to begin with, um, even though friends have enjoyed it. It's fooled a few friends. Uh, they've had to question if that was a twin or if, um, anything or email me or ask me because they're like, you never said you were in a movie. I'm like, of course not. I'm supposed to be dead or something yeah. or missing. You, could, you yeah. could mess with them and just say that you're so in like, witness protection. Um, <laughs> a friend is working on getting his mom to watch the movie. Um, I have not met his mom. And that would just, she's going to casually come visit him at work here because um, she's a few hours away. But before she comes visit, she, he's trying to get her to watch the movie. And then I'll just like casually sit next to him and see if they recognize, see if they can put two, two together without saying anything. Do it. And then 
Like we said, just <laughs> there's like, is that you? And just be like, yeah, I'm a witness protection or anything like that. Or no, that's not my name. My name's this. Yeah. I have like a, <laughs> your camping gear in plain sight. Yeah. <laughs> you have camping gear then. Just keep it in the office. <laughs> yeah. At all times. You need to uh, put some makeup on your leg because you got that pretty gnarly. Uh... Oh, wait, you, you don't have a hand. Yeah. I'll just I'll walk around like this. <laughs> <laughs> Does that have some makeshift Captain Hook hand? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I can find a way. That's awesome. But yeah, man. I just do mess with people. Um, a lot of times when people message me on Instagram, like I'll see if it depends on what, really what they say. Um, if they realize, like a lot of times I'll get messages be like, wait, you're alive? Are you alive? <laughs> and sometimes I won't even reply back because I get too many of them in a day. Uh, but if I, a lot of times it's like, oh, you realize that it was a movie and this, and I'll talk to them that way. But sometimes people are just like confused as hell. Like, I don't know if you're alive or not. I don't know if this is your Instagram or not. And I will start messing with people now and then that way. Or at least say something so vague. To even confuse them more. <laughs> just waiting for the one of those like diehard fans to just run up and give you a hug. Like, you're alive. Oh my God. And they're so happy. I remember <laughs> in Long Beach, there was uh, on the news, somebody was a fan of like the, the soap operas. <laughs> and you know how like there's so much drama in soap operas. So somebody went up to one of the actresses and like slapped her and she's like how could you cheat on like daryl or something you're just like what the hell like you really take your life that serious like you're just gonna go up to somebody and slap them across the face so i mean be prepared somebody's gonna not quite like hug oh my god i love you and you're alive but they were really excited let's just say like they were a horror movie fan they loved the movie and yeah they were really stoked they got to meet me in person. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, we're stoked that you're like, yeah, I'll come and talk to you guys. Like, yeah. That's awesome in itself. Um, you also mentioned in the movie about Naked and Afraid. You watch that movie? You watch that show? Um, my ex used to a lot to the point uh, that I won't even. I'll just change the channel now. It's just on every Sunday. You just put it on. They watch an entire yeah. season. And I think one... I mentioned that in the movie that I was like, oh, my ex used to like that show. Yeah. Um, and did. we just broke up after that time. So, yeah, I think that was just a little venting that played off into the film, but it worked out. Your ex is going to be watching this like, this talking about me. Oh. <laughs> They're all so mad about it. That's awesome. Yeah. My wife and I watched that and... Just the amount of stuff. Like, I mean, I don't think I could last the 21 days, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I could make like a decent, like, TP or whatever, a house to live in for a couple, you know, hours. <laughs> yeah. Be it. Yeah. I don't think I, personally, in real life, that's where I'm not an expert to actually last. Yeah, I'm sure I, I could figure something out, um, but I couldn't last the whole 21 days. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's always funny when people are just like, it was harder than what I thought it was. You're like, how are you going to say it's harder than what you thought it was when you clearly see that it sucks because you have no food, no water, no nothing? You just thought it was going to yeah. be cool? Yeah. Yeah. 
like what but finally also wonders how much some of those how much all that is actually staged how much is actually real or who's standing mm-hmm. behind the scenes with emergency supplies well there's a couple episodes where those people like walked what like half a mile a mile and they found the tent and he like woke that girl up in the middle of the night he's like follow me and they like went to the tent to start pigging out on like all the like all the food and all the water and everything like that. And they're just like, hey, you guys are kicked off now. And they kicked him off the show. Yeah. Oh, you cheated. You found the crew tent. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> You're not supposed to have these steak sandwiches. You're supposed to be eating grubs off the ground. Right. <laughs> mm. But um, I guess we kind of talked about, but you said you can't really talk about um, number two. Yeah, um, I, I don't know anything about number two. All right. Yeah, that's that's part of the magic. Is I actually don't know anything about number two to say. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't even know how much my footage or anything is. I know I'm mentioned in number two, but I don't know how much is in number two um, or anything. Until you watch it. Yeah. All right. And you want to go to the hard hitting questions? Oh, the two, the I thought up a funny hard hitting question too earlier. You got a good one? Okay. I'll let yeah. you lead. Oh, well, I'll, all right. I'll ask one of them. Are you working on anything that you can tell us about? Um, Not movie wise. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, because it's nothing I do regularly. I would do it again any day of the week. You really uh, just randomly, your friend's like, hey, do this movie, and you freaking just popped it out that easily? Yeah, it was just like That's that nice, easily, man. and um, a lot of it was improv. He's wow. just, I need you to say this, this, and this, but if you say it too quickly, then we, it's not a good shot, But it, so just do whatever you need. And wow. so I just would come up with stuff. Uh, casually, it would take three or four takes sometimes, but yeah, I was just casually doing a lot of it. That's awesome, man! Wow, that's amazing. Um, okay, uh, but so yeah, that our... was my first, yeah. my big movie experience, my debut, basically. It's on a lot of the list, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm actually, I did never expect it to. Um, I thought we would just make it. It would be popular f- maybe for a few months or so. Um, I never expected anything like this to be talking about it or um, get as many comments as I do. And I don't think anyone really did. And we're really pleased and happy and think it's awesome that it does. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It definitely is. <laughs> Uh, do you want to take that second one? Oh yeah, I got it. Um, so we uh, we have a list of like horror movies that we we go through, and we always ask for recommendations. If you have any like independent ish horror movie recommendations for us, um, if you like uh, this one, I would say look up Dutch's other stuff. Um, I don't watch a lot of horror movies myself, actually. Um, I don't get as scared from them as some people do and all that. Sometimes I do, uh, but I don't personally, they're just not what I usually watch. But 
Um, I forget all the names of them off the top of my head, but look up just Dutch's other movies uh, right. made before this one, and I think you'll enjoy them as well. Definitely. Yeah. What about gaming? I'm not the gaming person. <laughs> That's more my partner. Okay, so then in your house, what gaming console do you have? <laughs> he has his computer, and um, he's always playing something on it. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I stay out <laughs> of that. Yeah, we're having a, we're doing a, a fight between Xbox and Playstations. So I think we're going to start adding these questions in about what gaming console do you guys use? So. I guess play. I guess computer might need to be added to it because there's a bunch of PC gamers, but mm-hmm. that's not on one of our radar questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I am more the outdoorsy person, and when I'm in my free time, um, as you see to the side of me, I have a small miniature forest and model train that I tinker with and build, um, and that's my little artistic side of painting and drawing and detailing it's basically like 3d art to me you're an artist too i guess i guess you could call it that because i think of i'm very focused on like the painting and the details of all the buildings i build and do that kind of stuff yeah Yeah. kind of it's not just about running trains and circles it's i really like just creating the scene no, I think we were talking with, I can't remember who we were talking with, but I was like, that's one of the things that I wish I could have like done. Like I remember taking art class all the way through like junior high and high school. And I was like, dude, I suck at drawing. Like I can't do anything. And then we went into like pottery. I was like, nope, can't even make a bowl. Couldn't do anything. And I was like, I wish yeah. I could have had like, you know, some more artistic ability. And I think what brought up was we were talking about uh, the, what do you call it? Ink master show. How like tattooing in itself is like a very hard thing to do. But then I was like, well, here's your challenge. You have to make a beautiful picture with nothing but thumbtacks. And you're like, how? Like, how do you? Yeah, I don't know how they do that. Like, I, yeah, I tattoo. I don't do thumbtack art, but Mm -hmm. they somehow, everybody freaking does it, man. That's one of those things that I was like, man, I remember even as a little kid, like my My oldest brother, brother, he could draw draw very well. And so, like, I'd always try to, like, copy him. And, like, he had a friend that was, like, a super awesome artist. And when I was working at the clinics out here, like, we actually had an employee who worked for DC Comics. And, like, we'd come in. He'd be like, here, watch this. And he'd, like, hurry up and just draw, like, an amazing, like, Spider-Man. And you're just like, that took you, like, 30 seconds, man. <laughs> like, how are you able to do stuff like that? It's, it's nuts, man. So, kudos yeah. on that stuff, man. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't actually, on paper, I can't draw. Um, but if you watch my Instagram stories, I'll share photos of the model railroad and how detailed I get um, now and then. It comes in phases, depending on what extra money I need to spend on, <laughs> or have to spend on stuff. But it's like, I pull friends and they're like, oh, when you said model railroad, I thought of a train just going in a circle. And then now I'm looking at a picture and I can't tell if it's a real photo or a model. Damn. And I like just creating the scenes and trees and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I add all that little people into it here soon and animals and birds. And it's all in my head already. It just lets me express it. 
Yeah, I want to say my uh, my father-in-law and then my wife's cousin, they're super big into trains. They have like the videos of exactly how the movie was where you go mm-hmm. up and then all of a sudden you see, um, you know, an old train and they are like, look at this train. It's so real, like going on with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like they're super big into that one. But I guess the last one, do you want to, I don't know, um, I don't know if you want to send people your uh, Instagram so they'll keep blowing you up and making sure that you're alive or not. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to promote your handle, you know, or you could say, yeah, um, I don't mind people seeing my adventures. They're pretty cool. So it's just um, at Eric Mensis, my name, um, easy way to find me um, because I, I actually changed it to just my name because people started trying to find me so much. No, you should um, change it to at Gary. Yeah. <laughs> at <laughs> Gary the hiker. Anyway. Gary uh, the hiker. <laughs> people just, because they don't know who I am, they're like, wait, what? Huh? Who's this? Is this really him or is this not? Um, but yeah, if you want to see some adventures I go on, um, I've had people actually follow me and then do the same vacation I took like two weeks later. Um, and I'm like, I pretty much planned your vacation for you. Cause you wow. just watched my stories and took notes at every place I was. Wow. Yeah. I was in, uh, that happened while I, I visit Durango, Colorado a lot. And some people were heading down that way and stumbled across my Instagram. And then from the bars I hung out in the, Hikes I did, this I did, whatever restaurants I did. They're like, that looks so good. I'm just, gonna, I just took notes from your own stories. That's nuts, man. That's awesome, yeah. man. Open up your own, uh, what is it, traveling company, right? <laughs> but man of many talents. <laughs> there it is. That's awesome. But um, I don't know anything else. I think we've. Those are our yeah, last two uh, yeah. hardest questions that we usually throw out at people. Yeah. Uh, well, not my world of things, but that's <laughs> awesome. That's the way well, you're going to have to switch it up, man. Like, like I'm pretty sure Anthony, he found like that movie's on a lot of uh, top, what, five, top five, top, top ten, ten uh, like lists. Uh, <laughs> lists and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's up there, dude. It's got that, it's that creepiness, man. It is, and I hope it stays up there. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah, at least I have it to mess with friends. <laughs> I wish yeah. I would have known about this movie <laughs> yeah. before we actually just went camping, and I should have freaking because we live like I said, so we live out here, and yeah, it would have been hilarious to you know throw it up on the projector while we're camping in the middle of the desert and let all the neighbors in the neighboring campsites be like what the hell is this going on yeah well i can't wait for like 10 maybe 20 years from now to be like oh i didn't know this person back then i'm just gonna send them this old movie messed up. Like, what the hell that was you you just need to change your name to like you know like gambino or something <laughs> for sure you'll be living it but and people will be like, hey, what happened to that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I think that's all I've got. Amphony, 
Yeah, that's uh, th- that was my questions. Yeah, we uh, we appreciate your time, and uh, thank you for thank you for talking to us. Hopefully, oh, get on you. another one. <laughs> thank you for listening to this podcast. This podcast is available on all major podcast networks and YouTube. If you like what you're hearing, please follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook.